stop drinking while we're trying to do a podcast. I know You've it's just Pepsi. got drinks in front of you. Shut up and just do But your, I'm not drinking them while we're trying your, to start the podcast. I'm not saying anything. You are. Do your... It's uh, already started. Didn't finish doing your breathing while I'm take, drinking my Pepsi. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Our loyal listeners. We have a few of them, and I'm so excited. Uh, you have found the Shays Lounge. This is Cricket. And this is Vaughn. And Vaughn, put your Pepsi down. I already Stop. did. Okay. All right, then we're good. <laughs> what are we going to talk about this week? We've got so many things to talk about. Mm. We actually have some topics. I'm so excited. What is that? So bottle opener thing i think oh i needed that earlier i've got me a beer vaughn has to work tonight we're recording on a sunday because saturday and friday were just so out of pocket we didn't get anything done on either day so it was just it was just a nightmare so um we're recording on a sunday i have a beer and uh vaughn is looking at my beer longingly because he's not allowed to drink since he has to work tonight so excuse me while i take a drink of beer at least you got one of the kinds that I don't like, so you're just not you're not completely rubbing it in my face, but you know you're you're kind of throwing it out there. That, that's true. I'm not rubbing it in his face because he doesn't like Corona Light. Uh, we got the Corona Lights because he was talking about wanting to lose a little bit of weight and kind of watch what he eats and do stuff like that. So we got the Corona Lights so that he could start um, kind of managing his calories, and um, they don't taste good. I, I mean, just. Straight up, do not. Well, they taste don't good. taste good without lime, and I think the lime juice that I put in there was old. The lime juice is fine. The well, beer just doesn't taste good. Well, this is what I imagine horse piss tastes like. I wouldn't know, but the Dos Equis is. I'm glad the, you didn't Dos drink Equis one of those in front of me. Oh, and we went to Tijuana's not this week, but last week, and we got some of the Dos Equis on tap. Oh, so and good. I don't know what it is about Dos Equis on tap, but it is so much. It's like drinking a... Okay, I made a Facebook post the other day that Dr. Pepper from the fountain, Dr. Pepper in a can, Dr. Pepper in a 20-ounce plastic bottle, Dr. Pepper in a glass bottle are all completely separate and distinct drinks. They're not the same drink. Oh, yeah. And I think Everything the same tastes way, different. Yeah, I think it's the same way with beer. You've got canned beer. You've got bottled beer. You've got uh, uh, on-tap beer. Those yeah, are crap. completely separate drinks. They do not taste the same. So, yeah, because I mean, I've actually tried Dos Equis in a can before. Yeah. And I could tell that it was Dos Equis. But it didn't taste right. But it didn't taste right. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it, it, it's weird how the way that it's packaged just kind of gives it just a little bit of a wang one direction or a wang right. the other direction and it's just it's not the same it's not the same drink yeah that is very true yeah but those dos Equis on tap i had uh, two of them and they weren't talls either they were regular size glasses they right. were not the talls it was a 12 ounce glass and after two of them we were giggling pretty hard because both of us neither one of us had eaten yet <laughs> all day all day and uh so uh we we were we we had to stay around a little it while. didn't take much for them to kind of hit when you don't drink very much as it is and then they hit you on an empty stomach yeah so that was fun but we it was had, a good meal though yeah we we had a lot of fun at the restaurant let's just put it that way so all right so some, tell you those eggies have been good today after doing yard work no kidding Oh. Uh, Vaughn got out there and weeded everything, which was just amazing because we don't, you know, he doesn't weed it very often because it's hard on his back, hard on his legs. And I, it's very time consuming. Very time consuming. And to be perfectly honest, I would rather just go hit it with Roundup. <laughs> as much of an environmentalist as I am, you know, Roundup works. So let's just use it and kill all the weeds. And. Uh, but he actually got the uh, weed eater out today and weed eated everything, and it really looks good. I'm very, I'm very proud of the way that the yard looks right now. Yeah, that, that's the thing about it, though. It's one of those instant gratification things, too. Yeah, you because you can see it fixing as you're doing the, it. Yeah, yeah. Like when we went, had to go for like two or three weeks without mowing. Right. And just because I know how it would look when I mowed, you know, I, I made a line right down the middle of the yard to start off with. And you go back and you look at that line in the yard, and you're like, oh, yeah, this is going to look good when it's done. <laughs> but yeah. it, that we needed a hay baler out there when we were finished, though. Right. Whew. And those those piles of grass were still there when I went over them today, but I spread them out. I went over them a couple of times and spread them out, so they're not going to Yeah, they're so not now I get to go back the out there and... 
well, pile them back up again so no, I can get rid of them. Well, they were killing the grass. It is why I went over them. I just spread them out so that they can just dry up and blow away. If, if they're spread out enough, it'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I promise it'll be fine. Okay. Now, one of the fun things that happened to me this week... Oh, yeah, your grocery shopping. So, I went grocery shopping on lunch break on... Was it Friday? Yeah, it was Friday. I think it was Friday, yeah. I, I ran because I had a... Uh, a not a work function to go to that night, but um, an old work buddy had invited me um, over to his and his wife's house for a party and asked me to bring chips and dip. And so I went to Walmart on lunch break to get this chips and dip. And as I'm checking out, I dropped the bottle of spinach dip. And it's it's one of those... How big, I mean, you, you guys know what a, what a jar of spinach dip looks like. I mean, it's the not glass a small, jar. It's a glass jar. It's not a small jar. And I dropped it on not my pinky toe on my left foot, but the, the toe next to my pinky toe on my left foot. And it bounced. And then it rolled off. And I was like, oh, that hurt. You know, and I was just held it in. You know, very Spartan, very stoic. Nobody knew that I had hurt myself. And then um, as I'm going about the rest of my day, it just keeps hurting worse and worse and worse. And I can't put weight on it. And it's awful. And by the time I got home after that party, my toe was purple. Like half my toe is purple. And I sent a picture of it to one of my friends um, who teaches anatomy and physiology. And she says, oh, yeah, your toe's broken. She said, that's 100% broken. So I have a broken toe now. That I walked on all day Friday, and that I had to walk on all day Saturday, too. And isn't that one of your first ever broken bones? Um, I had a quarter-inch crack in my left index finger because a quarter horse stepped on my hand okay. when I was about 15 years old. But it didn't actually break the bone. It just kind of put a little fracture in it, which is crazy because he, like, landed on me. Like, his, the full weight of his hoof landed on my hand. We thought we thought my hand was shattered. It was awful, uh, but it turns out it was just a little crack in my in my hand, uh, in my um, in my finger. But yeah, but this toe is my first officially broken. Hey, my first officially broken bone was a toe, also. So yeah, and our, and you walked on that one too because yeah, my idiot self didn't realize how badly you were hurt and asked you to take a walk with me. So it got worse, and it was all your fault. I will accept the blame for that. <laughs> I really will. <laughs> but we hadn't been married very long at that point, and we didn't know each other's cues. We were still working out how to live together. We were still working out how to exist with each other. So you didn't know that it was okay to tell me, no, I'm not taking a walk with you because my foot hurts. <laughs> and... So, you know, there, I'm not saying there's blame to go around because that's not that's not true. I shouldn't have asked you to go on a walk with a hurt foot, but I literally, I legitimately didn't know how badly you were hurt. Well, I'll be honest though, I didn't either until we got back and one of our nurses from work was there with us, and I said, "Can you look at something for me?" And she goes, "Oh, you broke your toe." <laughs> like, yeah. My toe is purple. His was black. Yeah, it was gross. It was really gross. But other than that, you know, we still had, I still had a pretty good weekend. You know, my oldest daughter just recently turned 16. Yeah. She was super proud of herself because she said when she went to the, DM, you know, the DPS office to do her uh, driving test, <laughs> that she scored a perfect score on it. And that's awesome. I, I don't know anybody that's ever scored a now, perfect granted, score. Now, granted, she kind of had a, a help with that. Because her... Because her grandfather worked for DPS for years and years. And his last job there was doing driving tests. Right. So she kind of had an in. So she, he would take her, like when she just had her permit, she had to have somebody with her. Right. He would take her up to the to the office and make her drive the route that they would drive for the driving test. Oh, so she got practice. That's good. So the lady that did it knew that Mallory, my daughter, 
oh well, had been driving on this course, and she's like, okay, well, you know where to go. Just go, and I'll just watch you. <laughs> and she got back, and she said, wow, you did everything exactly like you were supposed to do. Good job. That's awesome. So, But even with that help, I, I still don't know anybody no, who's either. ever gotten a perfect score. Uh-uh. So, that I mean, that's really a coup for her. Like, when I took my driving test for my CDL, I got points deducted for one thing. What was that? Well, we were, and people warned me that he was going to do this, that I just completely forgot about it because I was concentrating on my driving, making sure I didn't hit any lines, doing all this other stuff. And I went by this exit and to uh, enter onto the road. And he's like, Hey, what did that sign say back there? I'm like, What, what sign? <laughs> he said, The sign that was on the right that you just passed. What did it say? I'm like, Crap. I don't know. <laughs> That was the only thing I got deducted for because I couldn't remember what was on a sign that he was asking. I probably wouldn't have remembered either. There's no way. Because I would have been focused too much on the driving part of it instead right? of the looking around part of but it. But everybody warned me that this guy would do that. And I just, and I was trying to watch the signs and it was just, I don't know, I just forgot. But all in all, it wasn't too bad. But uh, kids started back to school this week. Yeah. They started back on Wednesday, and they are staying home because there is coronavirus out there, and I just really don't want to take the chance that they're going to go to this little cesspool of a school and bring it back home. Um, I'm This, this is uh, August the 23rd, and I'm giving the schools about till this time in September before they realize they're going to have to close down again. So, go ahead and mark it down. Cricket has decreed that in about four weeks, the schools in Texas are going to be shut down again because coronavirus is going to be running rampant. Or if, if they're not shut down, they're going, to be, they're going to be mostly online, you know, somehow. But the kids have started back. They, they did a really good job. The, the school gave us uh, computers for them, which was nice. Are you okay over there? Yep. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You're doing good. <laughs> well, no, I was just talking about they, uh, you know, they, they gave the us... Middle the middle of my sentence already interrupted the beginning of yours, so I apologize. Go ahead and finish. I didn't realize I interrupted you. I'm so sorry. Continue. I don't even remember what I was saying. Now you cut me off. <laughs> we were talking about the kids' school and how well they're doing the first the week of school. And um, it's weird because... I, Vaughn works second shift, so he gets home um, every morning about, what, 5 o'clock? Yeah, usually about 5. So when I leave the house at between 6.30 and 7.30, depending on when I can get out of bed, um, he's asleep. So I have to trust the kids when I get them up in the mornings that they're going to stay up because they have to be logged on to... Um, their school their classroom stuff before eight o'clock in the morning so i have to go get the kids up get them out drag them out of bed get them to the kitchen table get their computers on and make sure that they're logged on so that that way when vaughn wakes up around 11 he can make sure that they've gotten their schoolwork done for the day yeah it's it's different from what they had last year because last year they would just get on their little classroom thing, get their stuff done in like 15, 20 minutes, and then they'll be done for the day. Uh, but this year they have to like sign on throughout the day. Right. They have to turn so, in at – go ahead. They have to they have to sign on throughout the day. Go ahead. <laughs> I don't mean to keep interrupting you. I'm trying to add to the conversation. I'm not trying to interrupt you. Speak. I'm not ready to give up. <laughs> um, I don't even know what I'm saying now. Well, they have to log on throughout the day um, to make sure that they're counted as um, present for their classes because if they don't turn in at least one assignment for every single class every single day, they're counted as absent for that class. So, um, and and our daughter, uh, Princess, has made it a point that she is going to make sure that she and her brother get everything turned in so we're actually giving her an allowance for that. Yep. So that, what I told her I'd do for. Her. Yeah. So if she's showing the maturity to, um, she knows I can't afford to really stay up and 
make sure they get on and do this stuff every morning. Right. They did the first morning and like they killed me. Right. Yeah. There's no way that there's no way that Vaughn can actually keep keep that up because otherwise he'd just get no sleep at night. So that wouldn't work. No. But and it's funny because you know they I know our son has this attendance thing he has to turn in after he gets all of his stuff done for the day, and. They'd always ask me, what'd you do for this class? What'd you do for this class? And he's like, oh, I can't remember. <laughs> so I've got him told me, well, just write it down. When you get done do, do, doing your stuff for that class, write it down. So that's what he does now, and he writes it down. So when he does his attendance sheet at the end of the day. Uh, and, they, and they both thought it was funny that they got a uh, class added late in the week. <laughs> they got a PE class added for their online stuff. So we have our son... He has to do some kind of exercises every day. So we have him doing sit-ups and laps around the yard. Right. And he's done that. And our daughter's supposed to, but I haven't seen her butt go outside yet. I don't think she's done it not one single time. No. I don't think she has either. But to be perfectly honest, she doesn't really need the P.E. Um, Our son does. Well, she'll eventually get to the point where she does if she doesn't. Yeah. But I, I, I honestly think that our son is about to go through a growth spurt, and that's why he's... A little chunky is that the yeah he's getting to be a little chunk <laughs> it's probably mostly the video games <laughs> yeah well i mean it just with it, all this corona stuff since it's happened i mean but you gotta think before all this happened he had, he had a little sick he had a six-pack going on because he was outside all the time doing mm-hmm. stuff at school mm-hmm. and now it's just like you can't go anywhere mm-hmm and it just happened to be that all this happened when it was just really too dang hot to do a whole lot outside. Right. And so, I mean, like today, it was like in the 80s. Right. And we were talking about that yesterday, about getting outside and doing some stuff when we got home because it was only in the 80s. It's like, oh, yeah, it feels good outside. You know, and there's people up north thinking 80-something degrees are about to die of a heat stroke. Right. You know, so it's just, it's just funny how where you're at changes your views on what's hot and what's not. Well, you experienced that when you were playing baseball, too, because you were up north. Yeah, I was in uh, Jamestown, New York. Okay. And I know one day it got up to like 82 degrees. Right. You know, and I I went to baseball practice with my sleeves on, because that's what we were always told that we had to do every day, no matter what, as a pitcher. You always showed up to practice with your sleeves on. You got out there, it was just too dang hot. Hey, coach, it's burning up. I'm going to take my sleeves off. And they'll let you take them off, but they always required us to at least show up with them. And I showed up to practice with my my sleeves on, and everybody else was like acting like they were like to die of a heat stroke. And I never even bothered to take my sleeves off because it wasn't. It was eighty two degrees. It felt great. Yeah, that's not hot. <laughs> so not from where we're at. But then we went up to Canada and it got cold to me. Everybody else was loving the weather, and I'm down there with our stretch towels covering up in the bullpen because I was freezing my butt off. <laughs> what was it, like 50 degrees? Maybe. Yeah, it was, it was too much. Oh, too much. I didn't like it. <laughs> but all this sports stuff now that we're kind of getting into is bringing me to a subject that happened at one point this week. Yeah, it was this week that when that happened. We need to talk about. Yes. This, uh, I can't remember his name. If I did, I'm not going to say it anyway. But this announcer that was calling a doubleheader of a baseball game, I do know he works for Fox Sports Southwest or Fox mm-hmm. Sports something. And has been there for 33 years. 30-something years. And I'm pretty sure a lot of people have already heard about this, but we want to put our take in on it, which was when this game came back from commercial, his mic queued up before they told him that his camera queued up. And when it queued up, you oh, you heard him. I wasn't even sure what city he was talking about. But he used a very homophobic slur. Yes. The three-letter F word. Yes. He called it, he said, <coughs> excuse me. He said, this is the F-A-G-S city of the world. Yes. And then it's like they queued him up on a on his camera right after that and he just went straight into and we're back to the game blah, blah 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 and and then later they pulled him out 
it he he was halfway through the first game and he made it halfway through to the, the second, second game, game before they did anything about, about it. it. Right. I don't know if it was just at that point in time when someone realized that he had done it, and that's when they were like, "Oh crap, get him off the air now." Yeah. But um, when he was told he was getting suspended or whatever, he was like, you know, he started with this sob story BS crap. But oh, you know, I, mean, I just may never get put this headset on again, and you know, I, have, I can surely I think I have a lot of people that can attest to that's not who I am. Bull crap. It's what you say. No, go ahead. I it, want you to say this. It's what you say when you think nobody is listening that defines who you are as a person. Exactly. And he didn't think anybody but his buddies were listening when and, he said this. And that gets into the whole thing of you, we're not going to ever make improvements and changes in the world if talk like that is allowed. Agreed. I mean, if you, you know, if I have people around me that are busting out calling, you know, racial slurs to races other than the one I am, you know, toward Hispanics or blacks or anybody, I'm like, dude, mm -mm. don't talk like that around me. Right. I don't talk like that. I don't want you to talk like that around me either. Right. And and it makes me, you know, and you, then you have to think about these other announcers that were announcing this game with him. There's only a couple possible scenarios. Either they didn't speak up about what he said because they're on the same wavelength with him. Mm-hmm. And they were probably, because that was at the tail end of a conversation. Mm-hmm. So there's more to that conversation that they were all having, mm-hmm. but the other ones just didn't get caught saying it on live TV. Right. Or they were saying something about it, and he goes, well, this is the city of the you know capital of the country or the world, whatever it was he said, but not one of them either spoke up because, like I said, they, they, they were thinking that it was okay to talk like that or they were scared to, to speak up. Mm-hmm. Because their their fear of some kind of repercussions if they would have went on live TV. Whoa, whoa, dude, don't say that. Yeah, not cool. Not not cool. cool don't say that. Because they know right then and there that would have really put him on a spot and got him in trouble. But who cares? If you're if you're a TV personality or radio personality, but you're you have a live audience, you shouldn't be that kind of person. You shouldn't right. be allowed to be in front of a microphone or in front of a camera if that's how you're going to talk. I completely agree with you. And um, is, is that something we need to deal with right now? No. Okay, so there. this kind of goes into the only thing that evil needs in order to succeed is for good people to do nothing. Yeah, and just stand back and let it happen. You stand back and you let it happen. And so when you hear people, and, and I like what you said, where you're like, no, 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 don't talk that way around me. But I think, you can go even a step further than that. Instead of saying, don't talk that way around me, it kind of implies do it somewhere else. Yeah. You need to put your foot down and say, no, no, don't talk about like this. Period. Period. Because it's not appropriate in any setting, not just the setting that we're in right now. Just because you're around me, yeah, I don't want you to talk that way, but you shouldn't be talking that way around your other buddies either because it's not okay. Yeah. I mean, because if you just stand by and idly let it stuff happen, I mean, yeah, you may not be as bad as the person that did it, but you're not a whole lot better. Right. And you're you're complicit in it because you're allowing it to happen. Exactly. And that's just like the, like the, the Floyd guy. Those other yeah. cops are just stood there and just let it happen. Right. and They're and not the, the ones that actually physically did that to him, but they just stood there and let it happen. Right. And we've had this conversation before, too, and I don't want to dig too deep into this because th- this is digging into to subjects we don't necessarily want to get into on the podcast, but we've had this conversation about, like, specifically with police officers 
if you've got, you know, people like to say, oh, it's just a few bad apples. It's just a few bad apples. And you'll hear that not just with police officers, but with, with, a, lot of with, a, with a lot of things. Oh, it's just a few bad apples. But the whole, the, that entire saying, you don't stop with just a few bad apples. That entire saying is, a few bad apples spoils the bunch. Yep. And if you have a few bad apples that are being allowed to behave however they're behaving, then that makes everyone around them also bad. So you can't say hashtag not all men, hashtag not all cops, hashtag not all whatever. Because if you're not speaking up against it, if you're not actively against it, then you are by default for it. Does that make sense? Well, I don't think it means you're you're at default for it. I just think a lot of people don't speak up just for the simple fact that they're scared to. Yeah, and, and that that is that's a huge. That don't mean that you're for it just because you don't speak up for it. It just means that you're too scared, right, to but, stand up. But uh, but even even in the not standing up against it, you you got to do you got to do something. This is 2020. Yeah. You know, saying things like that on the air where you use the F word toward homosexuals or or, or using the N word toward black people or what whatever these, you know, you got to stand up and say that that's not okay. Yeah. Because otherwise nothing is ever going to change. Because these people are teaching their kids to behave that way. And that's the biggest problem. Yeah. I mean, how, how many times have I told you when we've talked about racism and stuff like that, that... There's only one reason why we still have racism in the world right now. Right. And that's because these... Oh, how do I... God dang it. It's tough to say this without cursing too much. But it's because these crappy people mm-hmm. have taught their kids to be racist. You're exactly right. And, and that that particular shit rolls downhill. One generation of, of humans... It's really, if you really look down to the brass tacks of it, one generation of humans, of humanity, is all it takes to erase racism. There is... You teach your kids not to be that way, and you get rid of it. I need to find where this happened, but this was a tribe of apes that was living out in the wild... And you know how apes are. You know the 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 male apes like you are say all living violent. Out in the wild, don't they all? Yeah. Well, you know, not 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 in captivity. They weren't living in captivity. Oh, okay. Um, but most of the time, um, male apes are very aggressive and very aggro, and you know they fight each other, and and they just you know they're 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 a violent little species. All right. Well, in this specific one. Um, something had happened to all the males in the tribe. Um, and, and I can't remember if it was a disease that wiped them out or if it, anyway, something came in and wiped them out. And all that was left over were the females and the babies. And that was all that was left. And the females raised the babies without the benefit of having these aggressive males around. And in one generation, completely changed the way that those apes behaved. Mm-hmm. Literally one generation is all it took of not having aggressive males around to completely change the behavior of this, of this wild group of apes. They're calm. They don't fight. They work together. It's just, it's hilarious when, when you remove the poison. Mm-hmm. That's all it takes. It just proves my point. I mean, yeah. it takes one generation just That's, one yeah you're exactly right quit teaching your kids to be racist and 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 acknowledge the fact that you are a- acknowledge the fact that you have these unconscious biases in your brain and work around them because everybody's got them it's not your fault it's just the way society is mm-hmm. um everybody's got it but um you know do your best to accommodate for it and and work around it so, anyway, that's our... But I, I guess it was just easier for me to not be in that type of person. Right. 
because of where I grew up. Right. You know, I, I everyone I grew up around were black and Hispanic. And so I never, I never viewed them as being really all that different from me. Right. I never viewed myself. Now, I wanted to be better than them because they were all older than me, which I think is what helped me in sports. Right. Because most of the kids that lived in the area were, were older than me. And when I say better than them, I mean it's as, in, as in sports. Right. Because it, 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 it really sports. pushed me hard to be as good as I could. And I was always trying to figure out ways to get better at everything because I was the, you know, I was the little white kid out there trying to play with all these older black kids. And it got to the point where we'd have 15, 20 people out there and we'd figure out what sport we were playing that day, baseball, (laughs) football, basketball. And it got to where I was one of the first ones picked every single time. Right. You know, just because you were trying to succeed with these kids that were so much better than you, yeah, and I think that's what may that. be better. Yeah. And so it helped me out a lot with that, too. Uh, and not to throw you off subject, we're going to have to get we're going to have to get me um, a mic like the one that you've got, because yours is picking your yours is picking your voice up so much better than mine is picking me up. I'm having to get so close to it. Well, that mic, you got to think that thing's probably about five or six years old or longer. Yeah. And, and this and one's I'm, a fairly new one. I'm watching the gain on this, and I'm watching the audio track. And unless I'm like really, really close to the mic, it's not picking it up the same way. So I, I apologize if you're hearing any sound quality differences. I'm not even up near as close to mine as you are. No, you're 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 kind of sitting normally, and I'm like hunched, hunched over, over my mic. Yeah. So um, I did want to give a shout out to some of our loyal listeners. You, not even have to be loyal, just. Thank you for listening. <laughs> yeah, thank you for listening to uh, Cardboard. Um, we wanted to give a shout-out to Cardboard and his wife because um, he listens to us every week. Well, I don't and, know if he listens to us every week. Well, but, but he listens I was, to us. I was, and who this is, this is an Xbox Live friend of mine that I play with, with, online with a lot. And he had, the other day we were playing, and he was mentioning how he had listened to at least one of them. Yeah. <laughs> and I thought that was kind of cool, so... Yeah, that's pretty neat. So maybe maybe we'll get a, you know a, a listener that keeps coming back. That would be pretty awesome. And I wanted to give a shout out to uh, Chris and Q because I know for a fact that they do listen every week, and I definitely appreciate that. And you know, bring your friends. It's okay. You know, tell them to listen to the podcast as well. Because I think we got like seven listeners last week, and I was so excited. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Yeah, we got our daughter. A uh, a new phone this weekend. Uh, seems like the last few times that we have went and done upgrades on phones, it's like she's been the one that kind of got left out to the side. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, I'm going to put part of that blame on her because the last few times that we went out and got phones, our son is the one that got his lazy butt up out of bed and went with us. Yeah. I was at a friend's house, and you guys decided that would be the perfect day to go. See, what I hear from you is excuses. Yep. <laughs> I was at a friend's house. <laughs> but anyway, we, we got her a brand new phone this time, and she was like dead set on getting a clear case for her phone. And she wanted a clear case for her phone so that she could paint it. And she just brought it over here to show it to me, and she painted some really pretty little white flowers. It's very... Daisies. Is it daisies? It looks like daisies. But, and it, it looks like a professionally done. Yeah, cell phone it looks case. really it's, good. It looks really good. You did a good job with that. You know, one. Uh, no, don't put Mod Podge on that because it'll make it. It'll make it look funny. I need something to keep the paint on because it scratches. Off. Clear fingernail polish. Yeah, clear fingernail polish. Do we have any of that? Uh, I don't, but I'll get you some the next time we go. We go shopping. Um, now, one thing that she's also been doing, um, we've been kind of giving um, her free reign in her room, and she is allowed to paint the walls however she wants to paint the walls. So she's got these little murals that she's been doing all over her walls, and I'm so proud of her because you can tell the ones that she did when she first started learning how to draw versus the ones she's doing now, and there's, like, the quality is just amazing. You can see the progression she's you made. You can really see the progression, and I'm really very proud of her for all the artwork that she's been doing. 
and I, I definitely want you to keep it up. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm very proud of you. It's a good passion to have. It is, and the only way to get better at it is to practice, and that's what you're doing, and so I'm very proud of you. Oh, she's standing here next to us, if that's not obvious. <laughs> you can say hi. Hello. Yeah, nobody heard that. <laughs> Anyway, oh, something that I wanted to uh, get for Vaughn, um, although I don't know if he would ever use it. I saw this cute little display on Facebook the other day where somebody had taken a baseball display case. And these baseball display cases are about uh, three feet long. They look longer than that. They look like they're about four foot. Yeah, oh, three to four feet long. It's just a it's just a wooden case with a glass front, and you put baseballs like signed baseballs in there, and that's how you display your baseballs. But somebody had taken these and taken their little Funko Pop dolls out of the boxes and placed them in there instead of baseballs, and it looked so cute. It looked like the it looked like that baseball case was made for those for little those, Funkos. Yeah. Which, I don't know if you'd want to take them out of the, the boxes or not, but it, it was, well, I, I mean, thought it was a cute idea. I didn't buy those because I was like, yeah, that's an investment. I'm going to go back and sell them and make money off them. And I got them because I like them. Yeah. That's just like my comic books that I have. I, <coughs> when I go to get comic books, yeah, I was buying a bunch of Punisher ones and a bunch of different Spider-Man ones. And then after that, when we picked out some more, I was like, I just want some that look like I like the if the cover art is good, mm -hmm. I want the comic. Right. Because that's what I'm going to look at every time I walk by is the cover art. Right. And if the cover art's good on it, that's the ones I picked out. Right. And I'm not getting any of them because I plan on reselling them and making bukus of money one day. But I just like how they look. Right. And, and you should love the things that you collect. And so really, I have zero issue if I took every one of those out of a box. Except well, for a couple of them that a buddy of mine sent because they're the chase ones. Right. And, and those are worth ones. more yeah. money. Uh, I can't remember. There's like four of them. Two of them are from Five Nights at Freddy's and two of them are WWE wrestlers. Uh, mm -hmm. Razor Ramon and The Rock. Okay. I have the chase pops. Okay. So but all the rest ones. of them, I ain't worried about. Like we got a, like I like the Destiny ones because you know, that was a game that had still has me hooked today and from the first destiny that came out which was years ago right and so there's still quite a few of those destiny pops that i don't have that i would like to add but just some of them are going to be kind of tough to find because they're older now but if there's a destiny pop i don't have i'd like to try to find it and add it to that one because i would like to get them all well now that's one thing that i may do for you for christmas um make a list of Funko Pops that you want, and I'll see if I can find them and try to get them delivered by Christmas. Okay. That might be a good Christmas present for you. Because I'm terrible with gifts. Well, you the best way to do is just exactly write down the ones I have, and you can just search for the other one. First search for Destiny Pops and just see if there's one that's there that's not on my list. Yeah. But, yeah. So there's, like, my favorite one, of course, is Cade 6. <laughs> well, and, okay, as so. As far as my Destiny Pops. <clears throat> my favorite. Funko Pop that you have. That's really loud. Sorry. Um, my favorite Funko Pop that you have is the um, uh, the Rick Vaughn Wild Thing Pop. Yeah. Yeah. I was so excited when I saw that one. I know. I know. That's <laughs> my, my favorite one. And I didn't even know they had one until my buddy that sent me the other ones found one of his that was a chase. And he sent me a picture of it, and I said, let me tell you now, if you ever get rid of that, I want dibs mm -hmm. on that pop. And I said, if I find out you got rid of it without giving me dibs on it, I'm driving to South Carolina, me and you're going to fight. <laughs> <laughs> but I like that one, and my Punisher one is probably my favorite, too. Yeah. Hey, bring that pen back. I actually need that. I was using that. Go find your own pen. You know Thank that you. package of pen is that I bought that you picked out for me? I don't know where they went when we got them. She's the finder. She knows where everything is. I don't know how she does it. Yeah. Oh, look. See, she went right to them. I don't know. 
like I couldn't find my vape one day. We looked everywhere. And she opened up the cabinet of the house, and all I heard from the other part of the house was, really, Dad? I'm like, what? She goes, come here. I want to show you where I found it. And it was in the cabinet for some reason. I don't know why I sat it there. but. <laughs> and you've lost your glasses, and she's found your glasses. We, we searched for your glasses for, I know, a week. Yeah. And then we got a princess involved, and she went straight to them. It was, and this is when she was about four years old. And uh, she went straight to them. But that's she's her, always her, been able to find That's it. her superpower. That is her superpower. Everybody's got a superpower. Mine is to lose stuff, and hers is to find it. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I'm not sure what your superpower is, but everybody's got one. And it, it's, it's always something really small. Like me, um, I can take a nap and tell myself, okay, I'm going to be asleep for 15 minutes. And then... And then I'll be asleep for exactly 15 minutes. Or yeah, that long. is crazy. Like, I know how many times, I can't remember how many times it's been like, you've said something about, well, hey, I'm going to go take me like a 20-minute nap and I'll be back. And you go take a nap and without an alarm, and in 20 minutes, you're up. Yeah, and, and I've, I've always been able to do that, and I don't know I don't know why, uh, but that's my superpower. And uh, Princess's superpower is the fact that she can find things, which is pretty cool. What do you want to be called? Not princess. What do you want to be called? Okay. So it's princess until you can come up with something better. Yep. <laughs> Here. Panda. Yeah, panda. Yeah, we call it panda. Take that and pour it out and throw it away. Everything about her is panda, panda, panda. She is the panda girl. She is 12 years old, and she already knows what her first tattoo is going to be, if that tells you anything. Yep. Because she wants a panda on her foot. And we've got two rules about tattoos. And Vaughn and I have broken both of those rules at least once in our lives. But but we but we, we still have we still have two rules. The first one is don't get a tattoo, don't don't impulse get a tattoo. Right. Think about it. If you still want it after a year, then go get it. Because if you still want it after a year, that means you're not gonna get tired of it. Or probably not gonna get tired of it. And then the second one is um, make sure you get it to where it can be covered by clothes because you never know what kind of job you're going to have. And you don't want, you know, you want to make sure that... Because that if you ever come home with a face tattoo, yeah. the next trip you go is going to be me taking you somewhere to get it removed. Right. You know, face tattoos, neck tattoos, stuff like that. Try to try to avoid that sort of thing because you can't cover it up easily. Um, but... Um, but Panda, I think, is going to... I think we're going to take her when she turns 18 to go get her first tattoo, if mm -hmm. she still wants one. Because she has wanted this tattoo for years. I know years. Yeah. So, I, I'm I'm okay with it, because I mean, I mean, we're I mean all my, fir up. my first tattoo I ever had is a tattoo that I ever... I'd always said, if I get a tattoo, that's what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. And it was a Tasmanian devil playing baseball. Yeah, and she she also I've got a little heart on my wrist, and uh, she says she she wants to get a little matching heart on her wrist as well, okay. which is sweet. We can be Twinkies. <laughs> but by the time she gets old enough for a tattoo, she may not like you enough to want a I tattoo. Know, right? like yours. <laughs> She's like, I don't want any tattoos like you. <laughs> we'll get one of those with a little X across it. <laughs> <laughs> I made chili this weekend. Yeah. I made chili this weekend, and I forgot to put onions in it, so I don't think so it's... that's what was that's different. That's what's missing. I forgot to put onions that, in it. That, and it didn't... The chili was more like... Uh, what's that stuff called? Manwich? Mm-hmm. It seemed like it turned out more like manwich than chili. Did you not put it in a container? Any what? In a container? I hadn't put it in a container yet. You can you can eat it right now, though. No. But, yeah, um, it's it's a little it's a little thicker than Thick. normal. Yeah. I don't think it has enough water in it. Yeah, it's a little thick this time. Yeah, so next time I'll put a little bit Still more water in it. Still tasted good. It tasted really good. It, it tasted really good. But yeah, it is It is thicker than normal, and I forgot the onions. Um, but I do put beans in my chili, which a lot of people from Texas, you don't put beans in the chili. Because it's not considered chili if it has beans in it. I don't know what you would call it, oh, but it, they, right. don't call it, they don't call it chili. Oh, well, every time I buy the canned chili, it's always the no beans. Yeah. Or maybe I have it backwards. Maybe it has to have beans in it to be called chili. I don't remember. Anyway, the way I do it, I, I remember I get a lot of ridicule for. 
Because I put beans in the chili. And I don't make mine super hot either because I would rather taste it than have my tongue burned off. I do put rotels in the chili. Put some jalapenos in there is what you need to do. We, uh, we ought to put some jalapenos on there. I bet that would be really good. Next time I make chili, I'll put jalapenos in it. Please don't. I'll take half of it out so that you can have the, the, the half without jalapenos. How about that? Okay. Oh, I did the budget by myself this week. Because we were both so out of pocket on um, on Friday and Saturday that we didn't ha actually have time to get together and do the budget together. So I had to do that all myself this week. And that's why we're out of money. What are you doing? I was writing something the other day. I don't remember what it was. And then just at mid-thing writing down, my daughter, Panda here, comes up and says, whoa, 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 stop, 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 stop. I was like, what? She goes... Can you write a W for me? Write a W again. I'm like, what? Why? She was just write one. I'm like, uh, okay. And she's like, that's so weird. It's she. She just thought it was funny and weird how I write you, Ws. You do how you do write Ws weird. Can you describe it so that people know how you write a W? Well, I don't do it all in one motion. Yeah. Okay. So normally people come down from the top, drag down, and then up, up down, down, up, up for the. For the W. And it's all one motion. It's all going left to right. But I do the left line of the W first. And then the, and then the far right line of the W second. And uh -huh. then I go backwards with the middle hump. Yeah. <laughs> very weird. I mean, it's... It's very weird. Why I do that, I have no earthly idea. It, it looks like a W, but it it's not drawn like people draw Ws. So... It's, I mean, it's weird to try to write a w that way it just doesn't feel right i don't know i wonder why you learned it that way because you weren't you couldn't have been taught that in school mm -mm. so i wonder why you write it that way <laughs> panda's you, trying to do it once the way you get it, used to it it'll be it'll it'll be really good yeah, that, that's how i do my w's they look like they look like birds upside down birds is what my w's look like yeah that's what my W's look like. They're rounded. Yeah. And Vaughn's W's are, um, they're, they're square, not squared off. They, they've, they've got straight angles. Lines. They've got angles and straight lines. Um, but yeah, you're, you're weird. And he does his check marks backwards like a left-handed person would do. But he's not left-handed, he's right-handed. But he does his check marks backwards. No, he does them backwards. Yeah. <laughs> very weird very weird don't but know anyway. why i do that either yeah it's it's very strange oh something that we've got to watch too or not well yeah we've got to watch i got vaughn on a new show this week that he had tried to watch before and didn't like but decided out of the kindness of his heart to give it another give it try, another try. He made it halfway through episode one of the Umbrella Academy before he turned it off the first time. And I don't know. I, oh, we were looking for something to watch the other the other week. Yeah. We were looking for something to watch. And I scrolled past that and I was like, oh, season two's on. I'm going to have to watch season two. And he just happened to make the comment, you know, I probably should give that another chance because I've heard a whole lot of things about it, you know, about how good it is. And maybe I should give that another chance and see if it's any good. And I didn't realize that he hadn't made it hardly through one episode. And I was like, well, I'll watch it with you. I've been wanting to watch the first season again anyway to get prepared for the second season. So if you want to watch it with me, let's watch it. So we binged the entire thing in two days. And if, and if ever, anyone listening has seen The Umbrella Academy, if you don't believe that Klaus is the best character in that show... You're wrong. That's exactly true. <laughs> yes. Klaus is absolutely the best character in that show. <laughs> he is by far my favorite character. When he comes by on that, on that ice cream truck <laughs> and he's just, just waving. Just waving. <laughs> <laughs> I love that character. And yeah. all I can sit there and think about is <clears throat> when we were watching that, I remember made the comment to you. It's like when you watch a show that's just, how do you, trippy is that, I guess? It's a very trippy show. Is how people come up with the writing for that well it's amazing the guy who did it 
uh, one of the guys who wrote the show, his name is Gerard Way. Um, he was actually the lead singer for My Chemical Romance uh, back when they were a band in the early aughts. And he dealt with drug addiction and depression, and he had a lot of issues that he dealt with. And he used this comic as a way to kind of work through his demons. And everything that you see, each problem and each issue that each of those kids in the Umbrella Academy has is something that he had to personally deal with. Hmm. And so he, he drew a lot from his own personal experiences putting, you know, now I'm not sure how he came up with the storyline. You know, but as far as like each individual character and and their specific struggles, you know, he drew he drew a lot from his own personal experiences and his own personal life yeah. to do that, which is I think pretty amazing. And I like number five too. Yeah, number five is pretty awesome. This jaded old man in a thirteen year old's body is just is great. The actor who portrays him is just fantastic. And, I, I, and I'm proud that they were able to find a kid that was... Because the kid is... I, I'm pretty sure he's, he's either 15 or 18, like in real life. But finding somebody that can portray that level of jadedness, you know, is just fantastic. It's awesome. Yeah. So now we've got to watch season two. we got to watch season two now. But I can't start it before... Because I haven't seen any episodes of season two, so I have no clue. Because I know on the last episode of uh season one right before they did the jump right before the world ended um their ages regressed and they were children again well i mean it's been a year if you haven't seen it by now it's you know um well i just saw it yeah (laughs) well that's on you buddy but um right before the apocalypse so i don't know what's going to happen in season two um, if their ages are still going to be regressed or if they're going to be adults or how it's going to happen. We read the, uh, we read the description of um, the season two, episode one, and it looks really interesting, but they didn't go into, de- obviously didn't go into detail about what it's going to look like. So I'm looking forward to it, but, but we can't watch it until next weekend. So I've got to wait a whole week to get started on season two. So boo, boo this man. <laughs> you can watch it all week if you no, want to. I, I'm you not can gonna watch it again with me next weekend. Because I, I really enjoy watching things with you and, and reacting to them at the same time and us finding things out at the same time. I mean, it was it was kind of fun knowing what happened and then watching your reactions to the things that happened and watching you react the same way I did when I first saw it. But I would really rather have those experiences together if we can. I got you. So... So we're going to have those experiences together next week. Next week. <laughs> next weekend. Next weekend. To be and, precise. And you've got to work Friday. Yeah. I do not have to work Friday, which will be nice. Um, so I'm going to actually get some stuff done around the house. Hopefully. Hopefully. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, we're supposed to have two hurricanes hit Texas um, at the same time. On Thursday, so we may not be here next week. We'll just have to let you know. Hopefully, we're far enough away that's not going to affect us. We're not going to get a whole much. I mean, we'll get some rain. We'll get a lot of rain for sure. Yeah, but we won't. We won't have the really, really bad high winds. We'll get some, but not too bad. Yeah. Well, do you remember when um, when Rita was it Rita that hit um, that hit Texas and made it all the way up to Marshall before it actually was not a hurricane anymore? Yeah. I can't remember when that happened. That was like the early 2000s, I think. I do remember that one, though. Yeah. Because I remember there were people from Marshall. And Marshall is really far inland. It's like 400 miles inland. Um, people from Marshall buying t-shirts that said, I, I survived Rita. You know, kind of as a joke. But it was very, it was very destructive. Took out Beaumont and... There were trees down all the place around here. Yeah. Yeah, it was bad. We had family that lived in uh, down near Kima Mm -hmm. that came up to get away from it. Goodness. 
Well, I remember because um, my parents live in this little town in East Texas, and uh, uh, they were told that Marshall was going to be safe. So I remember them leaving their house in, in East Texas and going up north to Marshall to my grandparents' house and staying up there while the uh, hurricane kind of petered out. So hopefully that won't happen this time. What are you, what are you messing with? You don't worry about what I'm messing with. You just worry about yourself, woman. <laughs> you see the abuse I have to put up with, listeners? You see this? You have. You don't get abused. <laughs> well, we are coming to the end of the podcast. Can you believe it? We had we didn't have anything to talk about, and we managed to stretch that. We into had an some hour. good stuff to talk about. I mean, that sports announcer that was something that we definitely could not. No, we not could comment on. Yeah, we had to comment on that because and just one final comment. I hope you don't get your job back, buddy. Yeah. You know, as irritated as I am with cancel culture, because I think in a lot of ways it can go too far or it it can be weaponized, which I don't think is right. Um, in this instance, I absolutely believe that this guy should be canceled. Just because 33 years and he's still talking like that behind the scenes, I guarantee you that the only reason that nobody said anything to him is just an intimidation factor because he's been there for so long. He's got so much power, and that power goes to your head, and you think you can just say or do whatever you want. Well, they suspended his butt pretty damn quick once they realized what happened. Yeah. So... And oh, I do one other thing I wanted to say real quick uh, about the sports. Right. With all the cardboard cutouts, how we mentioned that. Yeah. I thought it was really cool because, yes, we've talked before about how we still watch wrestling. Yes. And I'm going to I saved the episode because I want you to see it. Yeah, I do want to see it. Uh, I was watching SmackDown from Friday night, and instead of the cardboard cutouts, they had like video boards, like the LED boards and stuff. Right. Where people, it's almost like they were like in a great big Zoom meeting or something, and you could see all the people in the stands, these big video boards. We're watching the was watching the show live on their computers, uh-huh. like through a webcam, and they're and they were like live on these video boards in the stands. Oh, cool! So I thought that was really neat, because I remember I texted you. I was like, "Hey, WWE just won up the NBA and the MLB with this," so it was kind of cool. That is pretty neat. It's almost like you're there. Yeah, you know, kind of in a neat. weird way. I like that. Well, you know, I got to give props to the WWE for trying to keep everything as normal as possible um, because they, you know, they didn't pipe in crowd noise. They didn't, you know, like like uh, MLB is doing, and uh, I'm sure like football is probably going to do. Um, they didn't pipe any of that stuff in, so you know these wrestlers were in just completely silent. Stadiums and it was. Well, I it think was they so finally weird. realized how hard that was for them. Yeah, so they started. They brought in some like performance center people to be around and kind of give some noise, give right. them some something to react off of. Right. Because, because I remember the first episode after all this happened. I remember it was uh, was it Bailey and Sasha Banks, these two women that play heel characters. They were coming in, and they were actually playing off the fact that there was no crowd there. Mm-hmm. They're like, and then you know, she like put her hand up to her ear, was listening. It's like, oh, what? There's nobody booing me, and you know, and they were really playing off of that. And I was like, man, that's got to be tough. They did a really good job with that. Right. I, I was pretty impressed. Right. Well, I, and and you got to understand, these guys are athletes, but they're performers, and that's whether you are a theater performer, whether you are a wrestling performer, whether you are. In front of a studio audience on a sitcom, you're reacting to the crowd because that's what you're playing to. And if that's what you're used to, then having that suddenly snatched away is just weird. So, you know, I really applaud those guys for as well as they've been been able to handle this. You know, because... like, for example, John Oliver. I watch John Oliver every week. He's gone from being in front of a crowd to being at home in a studio with a white screen behind him. And he's used to having that crowd reaction. Yeah. And it was really weird the first couple of weeks. And the same thing with um, the, the Daily Show with Trevor Noah. 
he's used to having that crowd and playing off that crowd. So it's weird to not have it. And, and the, you know, considering what they're doing, they're doing a good job of it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if it'll ever go back to the way it was. This may be our new normal. But, uh, you know, props to the guys that are able to kind of roll with it. Yep. So... All right, we're at the end. Gotta go. We gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> We've lasted an hour, so that's good. Um, but I wanted to Vaughn, where can where can we find you on Twitter? I don't remember what my Twitter handle thing it's is. It's Vaughn. I'd have to look J- at it. Zero one two nine. Okay. On Twitter, that's Vaughn Shay zero one two nine. And then you can find me at Cricket Shay on Twitter. You can find the Shay's Lounge on Twitter and Instagram and you can find me on um oh because your new phone you don't, you're not signed on you yep. don't know how to get on it I don't even know how to I don't even know my <laughs> username or password to get on that thing <laughs> I'll, I'll don't worry I'll take care of you all right all right so anyway we have come to the end of it thank you for lasting this long give yeah, us I'm some surprised feedback. we lasted this long right give us some feedback let you let us know what you like what you didn't like and we will see you next week we will be here again bye bye